podcast is the AA show, an Aaron Rogers arrogant show for November 25th, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Oh boy, oh boy. We're in the Black Friday week. I mean, the Thanksgiving week in America, at least. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not taking much holidays over here. I've been working, I've been busy hustling and shit. So, you know what? Last two days, unlike many people, many, many people, many Americans, the vocab, but whatever. Uh, you know, it, it's been really busy, and then I'm recording this pretty late fucking Tuesday, so I'm a little jaded, I gotta be honest, but you know what, I have to keep the consistency of this thing, I gotta say, you know what, if I'm paying for fucking SoundCloud, you know, the annual fee, however it is at this point, you know, I could've spent better money on that $130 or some shit, you know what, I could've bought that stupid Mandalorian Starbucks, uh, Starbucks, Star Wars, Mandalorian, the... The Razor Crest, the fucking ship that came out this year. I bought one, and then I should have bought another one. But then, fuck, they're all sold out. They're all back ordered everywhere because it's on a fucking discount, and I see that it's one twenty nine ninety nine. So instead of keeping the SoundCloud account alive, why don't I keep that going for another? You know, buy another set of the Mandalorian, the Razor Crest jet with Mando and Baby Yoda in this shit, and then hoard that and sell that shit later for five hundred dollars. No, because that's not psychologically therapeutic like this shit. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck it. Then I just got home after uh, watching the Bachelor Bachelorette, you know, the Tasha Adams one uh, that I talked about last week. And then I, you know what? I, I now at this point, it's become a routine. Every Tuesday pre-show, pre-AA show over here that I watch that show. You know, the eight to ten. You know, it's not it's not a bad watch. I completely swapped the Tuesday evening wrestling. That's the AEW Dark or the Impact Wrestling. That's two hours now. We think about it. Yeah, or you know, uh, NWA or MLW. Whatever. I don't watch WWE anymore. I swapped that watching with this shit for two hours, and then uh, it's been, uh, it's been. You know what? Like I, like I discussed long time ago, many, many, many years ago. Uh, that uh, I, I really watch the Bachelor Bachelorette differently as I get older. Many of these men and women are my age or, you know, even older at times. I, 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 didn't, I, I was very surprised that there are a lot of people over 35 at this point. I guess that just shows you the change of generation of the romance that we are in today, especially in the times of the COVID and everything. But fucking Christ, man, the, the Joe, Dr. Joe, Joe Park, Jorian that I brought up last week. He got fucking shafted, yo. He got treated like a fucking Korean kimchi at a fucking restaurant. What do I mean by that, BK? What do I fucking mean by it? What is this stereotyping you just put there? What I mean by is the kimchi that is typically made in Korean restaurants that are eaten by the Americans, the white people, is uh, basically not fermented. So my dad calls them salads because they're just like cabbages with like the chili paste salted a little bit added up. You know, because what you're supposed to do is with the, the Napa cabbage, you're supposed to salt it, let it sit for a day or two. Then you do your deed of like applying the chili paste and shit or the shrimp sauce or whatever you want to call it. Shrimp sauce or the uh, what's that other one that they use? Oyster sauce, you know, that kind of thing for the tasting, right? The only way to make it vegan is you don't apply that seafood sauce of sorts. But the thing is, you're supposed to ferment it a week or two, let it sit, let that, you know, let that chili paste, you know, get in there in the fucking cabbage, the salted cabbage in there. And then you eat it with that all the fermentation that has taken place, maybe a couple weeks or a month, you know, all that shit. Then you eat it, but if you go to the Korean restaurants, they just make it immediately. I was like, oh, God, it's too much. It's too sour, you know, all that shit. It's like a sour, it is basically like a fucking sauerkraut, but then it's too fucking sour for the Americans. So they just like serve it. So those, those kimchis are very, very fresh. 
and very raw in my opinion. So you just taste the chili. You don't taste the kimchi itself. And Joe got treated like that. You know, fucking like he he just got in there and then he got out. Yes, sir. He never got fermented a long time. You know, maybe I said like, I speculated last week because I'm not on Reddit and any of those fucking online communities. Like checking the shit. Like I think Joe got eliminated from the rumors that I heard. You know, all that shit. I I don't follow that like a spoiler for wrestling anymore because I already invested enough backstage story. You know, with wrestling, so I can't do that with a bachelorette. So I'm I'm just gonna be a like a completely ignorant, you know, walk in the park casual fan, you know, who ch- watches this thing, because I'm gonna leave that fandom to Colleen, not me, because she's the one on the Reddit and lurking and shit. I know, like I'm fucking lurking on the internet for the wrestling and UFC and all that shit, all the backstage stories. But anyway, so anyways, I watch this and I just go like, yo. Jo- I like the two hours of this episode. I watch it, you know, because I like. I last week I said, "Yo, Joe needs to fucking get in there and stir shit up. Stop being a fucking model, model minority." Blah 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 blah. Come on, Jurian. And then, uh, yeah, dude, 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 the, the guy got fucking shafted. <laughs> he didn't speak jack shit for two hours. He didn't speak that much last week either. He just like staring, you know, right in the middle of it. I think he's a doctor and he's the theologist, if I remember right. So you know, he, you know, he's a smart dude. And then uh, I just go like, he only thing he did that was significant more than fucking Spencer, who I didn't know existed until the very end, the rose ceremony, who got a fucking rose somehow after not doing jack shit for two hours, two and a half. I don't remember Spencer last week. I remember Noah. Fuck Noah. Fuck that motherfucker. Um, but then, um, yeah, only thing Joe did was read the group date card where his name wasn't on it. And then I was, like, telling Colleen, he's like, you know, his name's not on it. That's why he's fucking reading it. It's like, okay, me, Ed, Noah. No, 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 no. That's not how this fucking works. Like, you're not on there if you're reading this shit. Either you won the one-on-one date already. Either you secure the pre, you know, fucking rose or some shit. Otherwise, you're not reading that fucking card. But this uh, Asian representation had to fucking happen. So he had to read it. But I just go like, yo, he got fucking shafted, yo. And then he didn't get a sniff. He, you know, the cocktail hour got canceled in the this, this week's episode. And I just go like, fuck this man. He got fucking shafted. Like, who the fuck is Spencer, man? Fuck him. And then fuck it. I said that last week. Fuck it. Fuck this motherfucker. You know? And I'm like, PK, why are you so getting emotional? I just got, yo, the Korean man got fucking shafted, yo. Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He just read it. Because Noah couldn't fucking handle himself to read it. And then well, well, who, was, who are these other knuckleheads who look like Robin Thicke or some shit? Because, like, there's four of them that look alike. I just go, like, okay, Noah, uh, Ben. And there's another guy named Bennett, but he doesn't look like a fucking Robin Thicke. So I'm, like, fucking blurred lines, fucking blurred faces in my fucking eyes. And I, I'm just mad. I'm just mad that Dr. Joe didn't make it. And then I just go, like, yo, yo, is like, this is... This is to me, this is worse than fucking Fast and Furious, man. This is like worse than, this is worse than uh fucking what's his face? I can't remember my own Korean dude in the fucking Fast and Furious. He just died in the sixth movie. I just go like Fast and Furious six or whatever, and then he came back for some reason where John Cena is all of a sudden the brother of Dominic. So for some fucking reason for the Fast Nine, obviously on a delay due to the pandemic. I'm just like, yo, like, you can't bring back Joe. Are you going to make Joe the next Bachelor? If you do that after the next Bachelor, fucking Matt James, the first black dude who's a Bachelor, I guess, you know. I just go like, yo, it just, I'm just shaking my head, man. And then uh, Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Park, uh, please, this show's wide open. And then it would be great to have you on this show. I would like to have a conversation with you because I am mad for you. The Korean rage is coming up. 
and then uh i think you're a handsome dude and then uh yeah shout out shout out the, oh, i have an open invite so what are we gonna talk about i don't know fuck like what's your experience like dude you know you're an anesthesiologist by the way i think that taisha is not that smart uh as in like she's a party girl and then she had a heart-to-heart moment this episode i'm gonna go into that a little bit with ivan who's an aerospace engineer if i remember right you know i didn't know that I, last week i said dude there are two asians in the show one's partial asian and the other is dr joe and then i just go oh ivan's black and filipino and i go like yo what he filipino i, I can't tell if he's filipino until i started like keep paying attention to it a little bit i was like ah, i could see the filipino in him and I just go like yeah 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 kind of like it's harder to detect his filipino-ness compared to you know telling the korean out of kyla murray i'll be honest like, kyla murray i see him immediately i go like i think he's part asian yo and then like but, like, Ivan, I didn't get it right away. And then they were having heart-to-heart conversation because, you know, they both have black fathers, mixed mixed race, you know, uh, coming up from the environment that's, like, you know, they're, they're the only, you know, even half black people. Blah, 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 having a heart-to-heart talk. And then he was talking about George Floyd, BLM, and then uh, his upbringing with a younger brother who struggled with drugs and then in a prison, you know, and all that stuff. And then and, and we got to it, and then, like, this is a moment I just got, well, it's ironic how... Tasha said, I want to go deeper with Ivan. So they're having a deeper conversation about race and this year pandemic and all that stuff. And we got to it. And then I, it's like she just like completely looks like she's way out of her depth. <laughs> and then she just started crying. And yeah, there's a lot of she was just getting emotional. I wasn't mad. But I just go, oh, dude, she doesn't know how to fucking answer him. And then the engineer dude sounds like a fucking engineer, Ivan, you know, no matter what. I just go like, dude, this guy's an engineer. This guy's an engineer. You know, he like I, I could see I, I could see myself in Ivan. But then I think there is a part of me that just goes like, dude, like I know you're on a show, Ivan, but I just go like you you see her, you know, she's a beautiful girl, you know, she's a bright girl, you know, but when he says stuff like, you know, she brings the best out of me and all that stuff, you know, dude, we all been there. <laughs> And how old is he? Fucking twenty eight. Just go like, yeah, yeah, been there, been there, man, been there. So I just go like, but I just go, that ain't, that ain't the permanent thing, yo. Just survive on this show long enough. But I just go like, yo, intellectually, where his brain functions as an engineer versus her, an OC girl. I just go like, I, I don't think exactly jives. The only dude that exactly jives is fucking what's his face, Ben, or one other dude who's like, I. He was having a fucking moment. I just go, they're, they kind of vibe intellectually that way. I just go, like, you guys get along. And what do I mean by that? Intellectually, I just go, like, oh, just, just, you, you just know. Like, can you hang in the conversation with me? Like, whenever, whenever the fucking shit I rant on this fucking SoundCloud that I forget to cancel the membership of so that I upload the episode every week, do you follow my fucking references and jokes? You know, that kind of thing. In your, in your life, dude, lady, same thing. It's like, is this, guy, is, is this guy all the way there in his head? You know, can you get the gist of, like, this is my fucking signal? You know, like, can you... You're like, can you, can I do the no-look pass to you and then you are just dunk the fucking ball? Can I no-look alley-oop and you can dunk it for me? That's my fucking standard. It's not about, like, in a disaster, can you find me? You know, will you always love me through the death and times? No, 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 fuck that. If I, if I throw the shit in the air, you want to laugh at it and just, like, fucking spike that shit down for me. That's the kind of vibe, the intellectual you know, the, the jiving that I'm fucking talking about. Does that make fucking sense? If you laughed at that shit alley-oop, no-look shit alley-oop that I just talked about, then, then you and I jive, okay? So 
Holy fuck, I, I spent 11 minutes talking about the fucking Bachelorette. So there's that. And, and uh, one of a, a little bit of a clarification, because I got so mad at the Joe thing this tonight. You know, that just happened the last hour. Uh, I just want to clarify on the Claire and Dale situation. Because, you know, some of you are just going like, well, what, what's, your, what's your hate on, on her, man? It's like, look, 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 look. I understand where she's coming from. However, what really bothers me, and I'm sure from you know anyone with common sense would would know like how claire just like declared that dale's the one i know it and then it's just one way just like forcing dale to propose just because chris of the bachelor said so because i'm a fucking executive producer chris said so you know what that's fine that's for the show you know you you, you got it you had to hot you had to you had to short circuit this angle fine but where i get a where i feel that really this uh, like feel the discomfort is like where she says shit like i know because i i am this old 39 and single because i know what i want and then just like says that out loud i was just like girl you're in fucking denial yo like like come on come on you're, you know you're just like self-justification justifi is like all that denial insecurity just like is coming out you're like the you're, you're raising your fucking shield and dale just sits there and watches and i just go like you know intellectually I don't know where Dale's at. He's a former professional football player and some kind of host. But I don't know why they never use his fucking job title like that. And yeah, he's a handsome dude. I give him that. And yeah, he like he seems to like her. Yeah, I get that. I like I said last week, she has a hot bod. But I just go like pedestrian face. And I just go and then from the personality standpoint, I don't feel I maybe it's the editing, maybe it's the truth. It feels really one way where the love comes from. And then Dale is like, oh, let's go see him find out. You know, and then we can do whatever. But they, you know, Claire, I just go like, I am 39 and single because I know what I truly want. So, and I know I waited this long for what I want. I just go like, girl, calm the fuck down. I just like, that kind of attitude is probably the reason why no one came with you. I just go like, like, you, you need to let your ego go, girl. Otherwise, it's just like, you know, no one's going to bend over for you. No, no one's just going to force and whatever. But, you know, whatever you see on the show is what you see, right? But you say shit like that, show or not, I just go like, you know, and then she got really emotional about it when she said shit like that as to why Dale's a one and I don't give a shit about the rest of the people on this show, including Joe. I just go like, you know what? That shows the fucking maturity. So I wasn't so mad when one of the dudes just yelled at her. as like, you know what? Coming from the oldest bachelorette of this show, I expected more out of him. Well, like, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. That was a like a really heelish, like a bad guy line to fucking say it. I forgot who said it. It was an older dude too. But I just go like, yeah, I would have fucking said that too because it was fucking annoying. <laughs> For anyone not named fucking Dale. So... There's that. I'm not going to spend any more time on Claire and Dale. There's a rumor about Dale fucking walked out on her. All that fucking shit. Why are you, why are you surprised? And, but then I don't think anyone's surprised. I just go like, that ain't a fucking marriage. It's a fucking one way, one way just like tsunami of emotions. And the other side is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because, you know, I don't think Dale's that smart of a dude either. You know, he's just like, you know, he's a locker room talk dude, yo. It's just like, locker room talk? Are you talking about grabbing by the pussy? I mean, a little bit from the Neanderthal's perspective, but more like, you know, we're here to play, and then, oh, we're going to come out in the second half swinging. You just got to go back to the game plan and go back to the drawing board, and you got to readjust, and then, oh, we got to make sure that we attack the cornerbacks and all that fucking shit. 
You get the idea. The athlete talk. It just go generic. Talk about nothing. Just because a sideline reporter is there, you got to fill up the fucking 30 seconds of the air for some fucking reason before you go to, let's go to the Dr. Pepper halftime show. You know, all that shit. So, you know, that's what the extent of it looked like, but who gives a shit? Anyway, speaking of the football and the Dr. Football, uh, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Football, Dr. Pepper halftime show, uh, I, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers? Uh, the fucking State Farm. Yes. I really think the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are really, really, really need to get over themselves. You know, I always tell the Michigan fans, for example, the Michigan man, get over that shit. I've been saying that for fucking 10 years now. Same thing for the fucking Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And then, uh, I, I, you know, they, they have, for some miraculous reason, the Colts beat the, the Packers. Which is very surprising. I was very surprised. I, I saw the score at the halftime. I was like, fuck this. Fucking Packers got this. Packers look good. Packers are really good in the really shitty NFC North division. You know? What's it called? Bears might give a chance. The Vikings defense. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Lions alliance. So fuck that. So they, they, the Packers got this shit. And then uh, and then I, a couple times I see the Packers this year. I just go like, well, the Buccaneers just like absolutely torched them. I think the second, third week of the season. is like, Tom Brady's back. You know, that shit. But I... I I never fully understood the fascination with Aaron Rodgers and the amount of ego he's fucking stroking. And if you don't believe me, I'm not discrediting Aaron Rodgers as a fucking player. He's an unbelievable athlete over the last 12 years or so, ever since Brett Favre really retired. And then I, I understand where Aaron Rodgers comes from, from the Butte College over in the valleys of the Bay Area. Where the uh, he never got a full scholarship until he transferred from the Butte College to Berkeley, and then he comes to the draft that is a potential number one pick, and Alex Smith gets picked by his childhood team, the San Francisco 49ers. But I talked about the 49ers. Go listen to it two weeks ago or three weeks ago at the election night. You know, so and then he's not six foot three. He's not six foot four. He's six foot two. And then he always has a thing about the height. And so he just like is a, there's always a chip on his shoulder. So I root for the guy. I rooted for him when Brett Favre like was supposed to fucking retire. I just go like fucking it's Aaron Rodgers time, yo. Can fucking give it to him. But and then he won the Super Bowl in 2010 season. So 2011 Super Bowl against the Steelers. I don't know. And then it's like oh, holy fuck, this guy is really good. That was the most one of the most efficient seasons ever. In the NFL history. <laughs> and then it was a fucking clinic. Why? How Mike McCarthy, the head coach at the time, was a fucking offensive genius and all that shit. Well, guess fucking what? It was 10 years ago this year. 10 years ago was when the Aaron Rodgers cemented his initial legacy. And we expected the Green Bay Packers to absolutely dominate the 2010s. But instead, what the fuck happened? Mike McCarthy didn't get fired until two years ago. Aaron Rodgers hasn't gotten to the Super Bowl since the 2010 season. The last 10 years. I'm not so optimistic this year either. Albeit the Packers look like one of the top teams. I think Aaron, like the Green Bay Packers, you know, absolutely wasted their fucking time the last 10 years. Ever since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they had guys like, what's his face? Clay Matthews. Yeah, they had Jordy Nelson. A whole bunch of wide receivers. Jermichael Finley. Another Rodgers. Richard Rodgers. You know? 
Uh, and then who am I forgetting? Uh, Greg Jennings. You know, he went to the division Vikings and shit, et cetera, et cetera. Eddie Lacy at one point, the fat man, you know, put him on a diet plan you know, all that shit before he came to the Seahawks. And the defense, other than that, with Dom Caper, was pretty fucking all right. You know, Charles Woodson until his retirement before he went back to the Raiders. And then, you know, there's like uh, BJ Raji, you know, you know, eh. But other teams completely took over. The Seahawks, you can argue, has had more dominant, you know, decade compared to the Packers, in my opinion. Packers only stayed in the fucking conversation because of Aaron Rodgers when the rest of them were fucking paper-thin weak. It's fucking ridiculous how they wasted the time. And yeah, they go back to the whole chism of like, oh, Mike McCarthy never fucking adjusted into the fucking late 2010s offense, which is fucking true because I, I, I don't, I never understood Mike McCarthy's coaching and his ego got boosted way too much too after the 2010 season. Because, you know, after that season, people basically figured it out. Like the, like the Seahawks learned how to tackle better after that season, 20, 2012, 2013, the Legion of Boom and those guys. And that people just started ripping off that defense, you know, and people started like getting more athletic quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, as witnessed by Andrew Luck the following season, Russell Wilson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The game got advanced, and Mike McCarthy's offense never, n- never advanced. I give that. But that fucking said, I way Aaron Rodgers is like it took eight years for the Packers to you know part ways with Mike McCarthy. I think the Packers, you know, and then they got a fucking pushover, Matt LaFever. <laughs> Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFever. Dan LaFever. That's a former quarterback at the fucking Central, if I remember right. You know, he threw the fucking Antonio Brown back in the day, the decade ago. Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Is a head coach. And I go, who the fuck is this guy? He's an offensive-minded guy. But you know who fucking calls the offense? That's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Because every time fucking like whatever Mike McCarthy calls, like fucking Aaron Rodgers fucking like raises fucking eyebrows and like fucking shakes his head and go audible, audible. And I'm going to make this shit happen. You know? But with I, 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 I just go with a lackluster defense, with a lackluster weapons that eventually is just go like Aaron Rodgers is 10 years older now. I just got like, I think the Packers really need to look at Aaron Rodgers and then the rest of the surrounding of this fucking team. It's not just Mike McCarthy's problem. That was outdated. Dude, you had two years of this fucking offense, but what else you got? You got a beaten down fucking, what what is fucking uh, the tight end? Graham, Jimmy Graham. You know, I don't know why the fucking Seahawks got him in the first place to begin with because they completely misused Jimmy Graham. When they traded Unger, the center, for that. It's like trading trading away Jeff Saturday for a fucking tight end. Who didn't do the tight end job properly. But anyways. I just go, like, I, I, I know the records look better. But I, I think Aaron Rodgers, you gotta, like, look on the fucking mirror. You hear about the legend of fucking Aaron Rodgers. You know, the people who back up quarterback, you know, Aaron you know, he's a quirky guy. You know, he's into conspiracy theories. He talks about the stock market and all that stuff. He sounds very intelligent, but his brain is all over the place. I feel like I feel like some of the talking points of the Seneca Wallace 
and whoever the fucking all the backup quarterbacks were Nick Hundley was it and all these guys uh you know all those backup quarterbacks the last 10 years is like everyone lionizing Aaron Rodgers he's a quirky guy but I just go like some of the topics that I hear about you know conspiracy from the conspiracy theories about the fucking airplanes you know with the air trails left in the sky do you think it's the government is spraying it I mean I think he's just I I think he's teasing but I think it kind of relates to The Bachelorette, too, because his brother Jordan Rogers was on The Bachelorette, the JoJo one, a couple years ago. And then I was like, yo, what, what the fuck happened to Aaron Rodgers, yo? How come Aaron doesn't talk to his family anymore? I was like, well, I guess the celebrity fandom just grew his fucking ego and then, like, you know, distanced himself from the family and shit. So Jordan and Aaron didn't talk or some shit. So that was a revelation of The Bachelorette a few years ago. But I, I, I didn't buy it at that time. I just go like, dude, Aaron Rodgers, like this... This was still, like, 2015, 16, 17. I just go, like, dude, fucking Aaron Rodgers, yo. He's fucking right. He's making it happen. But I, the last two years of Aaron Rodgers that I watch, you know, the State Farm guy, the quirky guy that went out with Olivia Munn, then Danica Patrick, now he's single again, supposedly. I, I, I just don't—I just think his ego has really grown. And, unfortunately, I think the Green Bay Packers really wasted the generation— I mean, they should have adjusted, like, 2013, 2014. Mike McCarthy should have been fired after that 2015 season. Uh, or the 2014 season, the NFC Championship. You know, the one that, uh, for some fucking reason, the Seahawks threw it in the end zone. They should have gotten to the fucking Super Bowl. And then Mike McCarthy was making conservative plays for fuck suck, kicking a field goal in Seattle and shit. And then uh, I, I still remember that fucking game, the NFC Championship. I, I, I never forget because Russell Wilson fucking cried like a little bitch after throwing four interceptions the whole fucking game. I just go like, Jesus Christ. But the point is, the moment Mike McCarthy should have been fired is that game. And I think Aaron Rodgers agrees. And that was five years ago. But, you know, it just inflated Aaron Rodgers' ego and his fucking contract. You're not getting anything out of the team. So, you know what? If Aaron Rodgers wants to coast the next two years and then just retire, you know, off of the State Farm money or some shit, great. But I really think the Green Bay Packers blew an opportunity that the Seahawks, Panthers, Broncos, Patriots, uh, you know, fucking Chiefs now are thriving and enjoying. And I think, I really think Aaron Rodgers is a factor in that too. And Mike McCarthy stayed too long. But the last two years, in my opinion, proved that this guy's fucking arrogance is way off the fucking charts. Yes, he's a great quarterback, but fucking Christ, man. The rest of the surroundings he has, some of these like stuff, the little quirky things the backup quarterbacks talk about is like, yo, I think this guy's ego is really fucking out of hand. And it's one thing to be like Tom Brady, I don't eat strawberry, egotistical. But dude, fucking Tom Brady got six championship rings, okay? Regardless how much the other team fucked up the last decade. <laughs> and, you know, losing the Super Bowl more than Patriots winning it. I just go like, dude, Tom Brady can't get away with that. Aaron Rodgers won Super Bowl 10 years ago. And I just go... He ain't Tom Brady, yo. He may, he's more athletic. He has better arm strength. All blah, 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 all the intangibles. Better than fucking Tom Brady. But Aaron Rodgers absolutely wasted the last 10 years, in my opinion. And never fully adjusted, unfortunately. To the fault of Mike McCarthy, 
the head coach, who's somehow coaching the Cowboys this year. But also, Matt LaFleur, you get the pushover fucking coach, offensive-minded coach. I just go, I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. Why are they Super Bowl contenders? They're not. I take the Saints. That's a better overall fucking team. So Aaron Rodgers, great athlete, great money, but is it the greatest career? Nah. I, I, and I'm coming around to more on like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, fuck him. I, I see what people are saying now. I see what Rogers family is saying about him with the celebrity ego and shit. I see how the quirkiness is really not a sign of intelligence, but rather sheer arrogance that the backup quarterback anecdotes that have been shared the last 10 years. So do I say fuck Aaron Rodgers? No, I like Aaron Rodgers, man. I love him in the fucking commercials and all that shit. I think he's a brighter guy. But I just, and then I, 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 I understand his comments about the COVID protocols. I think he's for the show. I, he was like, is he a conspiracy theorist in this too? Like, no, what he was saying about the COVID protocols this year is like, well, if you're either going to do it all the way or open everything, like you can't have it half measured. So that's what I, how I understood Aaron Rodgers' comment about the COVID protocols and punishing teams and players wearing masks and all that shit. It's like, how does this fucking make sense? We're already this far, you know. So, but as a, as a football player and how the team's achievement of the Green Bay Packers in the 2010s, I think they absolutely wasted his talent. And I think they caved into his ego and a little bit too late. So Aaron Rodgers is already like in the back end of his career, in my opinion, just going, I fucking told you so. So Packers fucked up. And uh, that's what we get. So we get the Aaron Rodgers. You just remember a great fantasy football player. But I just go like as an overall all-time player, I just go like, I kind of like shrug my shoulder. I just go, he didn't even get to the fucking second Super Bowl, yo. <laughs> Brett Favre at least got to two Super Bowls. Won the first one, beat Drew Bledsoe, but the second one lost to fucking, uh, why can't I remember his name all of a sudden, you know? Ah, the fucking Stanford dude, (laughs) the president, John Elway, you know? So, there's that. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is at Brett Favre level, at the legendary level, given how much it was wasted. Is he a better athlete? Is he a better than anybody that I've seen in the last 20 years? Absolutely. But... You know what? I'm going to leave it there. Holy fuck, I spent half an hour talking about this. But you know what? I I tried. I'm really doing this in the last minute right now. So thanks for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you didn't travel with a fucking negative test and shit. You know, and thinking the negative test means I'm safe. Like, no, 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 no. You are safe to travel. You're not the most likely potential spreader. As long as you keep the fucking caution. And then I, 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 I thank you for a couple of you who enjoyed my trashing of the people who are fucking up this third wave. So have a great, safe Thanksgiving. Uh, and then uh, I hope I hope you, if you travel, please do the needful. <laughs> keep the social distance. Keep the mask on. Don't touch any of your holes, including the mouth and the ears and all that shit. Don't touch your asshole either. And then, uh, yeah, we'll check back next week when it's December already. Holy fuck, it's December into 2020. You know what? Yeah, we'll talk about that. And I'm going to pick another football player to trash because it seems like a fucking popular topic when I talked about Tom Brady and all that last time and the 49ers. So, all right. Peace out. Have a great Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. And then uh, we'll see you back next week.